In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Brothers and sisters, we welcome you back to pointing to the Saviour of the world on this second Sunday of Lent. May the love of God the Father and the peace of his Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and always. We gather together in this community as followers of Christ to listen and reflect on God's word, which invites us this Sunday to listen in wisdom and humility as there is always much more than meets the eye and ear. In this light, we humbly bring all our needs and those of others. We pray for our sisters and brothers who have died recently. We remember especially Noel Junior Zernjo and all our loved ones. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and, and let, let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. Amen. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Christ the Lord was tempted and suffered for us. Come, let us adore him. Come, ring out our joy to the Lord. Hail the God who saves us. Let us come before him giving thanks. With songs let us hail the Lord. A mighty God is the Lord, a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, the heights of the mountains are his. To him belongs the sea, for he made it, and the dry land shaped by his hands. Come in, let us bow and bend low. Let us kneel before the God who made us, for he is our God, and we the people who belong to his pasture, the flock that is led by his hand. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as on that day, at Massa in the desert when your fathers put me to the test when they tried me though they saw my work for forty years I was wearied of these people and I said their hearts are astray 
These people do not know my ways. Then I took an oath in my anger. Never shall they enter my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Christ, Christ the Lord was tempted and suffered for us. Come, let, let us adore him. reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord said to Abram, leave your country, your family and your father's house for the land I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name so famous that it will be used as a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who slight you. All the tribes of the earth shall bless themselves by you. So Abram went as the Lord told him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. With me, bear the hardships for the sake of the good news, relying on the power of God who has saved us and called us to be holy, not because of anything we ourselves have done, but for his own purpose and by his own grace. This grace has already been granted to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has only been revealed by the appearing of our Saviour, Christ Jesus. He abolished death and he has proclaimed life and immortality through the good news. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, O Christ, King of eternal glory. From the bright cloud, the Father's voice was heard. This is my Son, the Beloved, listen, listen to him. Praise to you, O Christ, King of eternal glory. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John, and led them up a high mountain 
where they could be alone. There, in their presence, he was transfigured. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared to them. They were talking with him. Then Peter spoke to Jesus. Lord, he said, it is wonderful for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. He was still speaking when suddenly a bright cloud covered them with shadow. And from the cloud there came a voice which said, This is my son, the beloved. He enjoys my favour. Listen to him. When they heard this, the disciples fell on their faces, overcome with fear. But Jesus came up and touched them. Stand up, he said, do not be afraid. And when they raised their eyes, they saw no one but only Jesus. As they came down from the mountain, Jesus gave them this order. Tell no one about the vision until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, Isn't it interesting that Jesus called the 12 apostles and indeed many more disciples, but chose to take only three of them, Peter, James and John, and let them up a high mountain where they could be alone? Why three? Why Peter? Why James and John? Why not Andrew or Bartholomew? or Judas. Peter and James would abandon Jesus in his hour of greatest need and that Peter would publicly deny even knowing Jesus in an effort to save his own neck. Only John would be faithful and present until and through the painful events of Jesus' last hours before his death. Jesus called a set of two people, ones who would deny and betray him and be scared of being with him or even acknowledging that he was their Lord and Master. And another who would be present through thick and thin. Stayed with him in his hour of need. How are we like Peter, James and like John? 
Jesus revealed himself to Peter and James, people who knew, whom, whom he knew would betray him and let him down. He reveals himself to sinners like you and me, irrespective of our attitudes and, and actions towards him, because we need him, because we need his mercy, his compassion and his love like Peter and James and John. What a relief to learn of this during this period of Lent. Lent is a time when we remember our sinfulness, our need for God's love and compassion. Through our penance, recognize our need for that mercy and that compassion, which God, our loving Father, is willing and ready always to offer us, to gift to us. In addition to the things that we've just mentioned above, the transfiguration was a learning opportunity for the disciples, as it is for us too today. The transfiguration revealed to the disciples that Jesus was m much more than they had even imagined. That as much as they knew about him, there was even more that they did not know about him. It revealed to them a glimpse of Jesus' glory, a flash of his brilliance, which normally they did not see. There is always much more than meets the eye. So the old saying goes. The transfiguration provides us with a model of how to be a true disciple. In our lives, we must claim the things that we can see, the things that are visible to us. But at the same time, we must remember that there are many more things that we do not see. The model of discipleship revealed to us today is then a combination of wisdom and humility, of wisdom to know what is visible, what we can see, and of humility to remember that there is even more that we do not understand. And therefore, we need to approach with humility. This applies not only to scripture that we listen to today and every day and every time, but also to the way that we approach our brothers and sisters, to the way that we approach things we do not know, to the way that we approach our Christian life. If you are a parent like me, then this model is essential to grab hold of. As parents, we guide our children using our wisdom, wisdom gifted to us by the Holy Spirit via Jesus, our brother and saviour from the Father. 
But we must remember that there is a part of every child which we have, which we do not see, a part that is only now emerging to us as we guide them through life. We parents must respect that that part which we cannot see. It is the only way in which our children will grow to be the persons that God wants them to be. As disciples of Jesus, when we interact with others, our brothers and sisters of different countries, of different races, of different standings in society, we must remember and understand that there are things about all of them which we can clearly see. But also, we must remember that there are parts of every person which we do not know or we do not see. It is only by humbly remembering what we do not see that we can enter into honest dialogue and deeper understanding of them. This model of discipleship lastly, is crucial as we deal with the reality of evil in our own lives. As followers of Christ, we believe that all good gifts come from God. So, whenever we are blessed in any way, we rightly claim that this is a sign of God caring and loving us. But when we experience evil in our life, when we lose a loved one, when we lose a child, when we lose our parents, when we are faced with difficulty in life, we must humbly admit that we do not understand the presence of this in our lives. We cannot explain why the innocent suffer why millions of people die from diseases and natural disasters, why all the evil in our lives occur. We do not understand, we cannot see the reason or the meaning of such evil. It is better to claim that we do not see than to adopt explanations that warp the goodness and love of God for us. We, like the readings today tell us, need to approach these with wisdom and humility. Brothers and sisters, a disciple of Jesus is called to follow him in wisdom and humility. In the wisdom which claims the truth, we can see in the humility which admits that there are other truths that we cannot see. Both wisdom and humility are necessary. Not to claim the truth which we can see is foolish. Not to admit that there is truth which we cannot see is bigotry. The follower of Christ strives to be neither a fool nor a bigot. We try to be both wise and humble. We remember that when we blink, 
which is a lot of times within a minute. We do not see a lot of things. With God's help, we can trust that in time we will come to see the light to which now arise are open to, which the world close to. Brothers and sisters, let us pray that we will approach experiences in our lives with wisdom and also humility. Having listened to the words of Jesus, confident in the Father's tremendous love for us, we turn to him and pray. We pray for the whole church, that all Christians will listen to the voice of Jesus and faithfully follow him. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for leaders of nations, for economists and politicians, that God's radiant light will shine on them and that they will bring true peace with justice to their people. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all who have material, political or spiritual power, that they may resist any lure of corruption. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for the work of the different charitable organisations in our church, especially CAFOD, the Catholic Aid Agency, that, through the services they provide, people in need all over the world will experience the support and love of God. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all candidates, for the sacraments and for the members of our various communities and parishes, that this holy season of Lent may be a time of grace for each one of us. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all who are sick or suffering in any way, that they will be comforted by the healing presence of Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all those who have died recently, especially Noel Junior Zernjo, and for all those whose anniversaries occur around this time. May they enjoy eternal happiness with God in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. And let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. May the souls and all the souls of the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We now present our own personal intentions to the Lord.
Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We ask our Blessed Mother to intercede for us as we pray. Hail, Hail Mary, Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, from the dazzling cloud you revealed Jesus in glory as your beloved Son. Hear and answer our prayers. Enlighten us with the bright glory of your presence. Inspire us by your word and so transform us into the image of the risen Lord. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining us today to pray and to listen to the word of God. We pray for the grace to approach his word, our brothers and sisters, in wisdom and humility. I wish you a joyous celebration of the second Sunday of Lent. Let us finish like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.